Hello, Sunshine, and welcome to another episode of the State of the Union podcast. Actually, a special episode of the State of the Union podcast. We have a living U.S. soccer legend in the form of Bob Bradley joining us today. Bob, thank you for joining the show, and let's just get right into it. Uh, how is preseason going with LAFC so far? Big question. So far, so good. Uh, improvement every day. We started in a real simple way, thinking about ways that we can improve our team, make our football better, challenging guys individually to, to understand the game at a higher level and improve, and we're off and running. I know that the, the regular season last year was different, obviously, with the pandemic. I mean, the only normal part of last year was actually preseason. How is preseason this year, or is it any different in the midst of a pandemic? Yes, it's different, but I, I, I think that uh, our players have done a good job. And with testing, we've been able to still have a, a very good start to the, the season. And guys are healthy, knock on wood. That's so important. Um, you know, last year, we, we started in preseason, focused so much on Champions League. Uh, so this year, unfortunately, we don't have that uh, there for us. But... Uh, as I said, in a simple way, uh, we are constantly looking to get better. And, you know, the ability to challenge guys the right way and help guys understand things that that they got to still think about and ways that they can improve themselves. And so we, we try to make sure that training sessions are competitive, that the tempo is right, and that there's learning going on, that guys are, are understanding situations better, seeing moments quicker. And I, I think we all were excited to get going. Uh, we started in March, and, and that felt late, you know, compared to other years where um, shortly after January 1st, you're up and running. So I, I think just being back, pushing it every day is something that everyone uh, is really enjoying. How much of 2020 do you, do you throw out or dismiss, and how much do you actually reference back in terms of some of the lessons that you learned given how unique the experience was? For the most part, we, we just continue to try to get better. And we, we look at small details in terms of the way we play. Uh, we look at individuals and, and try to help them see how they can get to the next level. Uh, you know, I, I give you one example. Uh, a guy like Diego Rossi had a great season last year. Uh, his finishing was really good. But I... But we've talked with Diego, and Ante's done a really good job uh, of showing him moments where when he comes inside, his pure passing can improve. Uh, his ability to, to play the right pass um, through the defense and open up situations. So we, we really tried to just keep looking at where we stand uh, as a team and what different players are, are like and figure out ways that we can keep raising the bar. Is he open to that? Because obviously he has high expectations and he's, and he's looking to go to, I guess, bigger or better things. And you guys are certainly very supportive of something like that. But is, 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 he, is there any frustration in that it hasn't happened yet? And a lot of it has to do with just the reality of the moment that we are living in right now? I think Diego's handled it well. Uh, yes, he does want to move on. Um, but he knows that, that we support him and that the best way for him to have other opportunities is to play well and improve. So... If we're talking about his passing coming in from the left side on his right foot and we show him some moments of Messi coming in from the right side on his left foot and we show him some of the balls that Messi can play, then we can still say, Diego, as long as you're here, we, th we think there's ways you can get better. 
Who are some of the new faces that we will see that we should pay attention to that you think are going to pay some of those dividends and start, you know, and, and make your team better in 2021 relative to 2020, uh, 2020 I guess? Uh, I think time will tell, but there's, there's depth. I think we, we made a really good move last summer when we added uh, Jesus Muriel. Uh, he showed as the year went on his presence in the defense, his personality. Um, those are qualities that, that really helped us. Uh, now, Marco Farfan, Moonwan, Kim are players that give uh, that push other guys in the back. You know, Marco Farfan comes to try to challenge Diego Palacios every day and push him, and, and then we'll see uh, as the season goes on how much better each of them can get. Uh, Moonwan Kim is a different kind of right back. He's quick. He can get forward. Uh, we're lucky that Tristan Blackman can play. Uh, as a right back and also as a center back, so the versatility is important. Uh, a player like Corey Baird, who has done really well in, in, uh, at Real Salt Lake, and now I think he, the timing for him to be challenged with a new team is, is important. So that part of getting to know him better, uh, getting him accustomed to some of the things that are important in the way we play. So. Uh, competition every day. The, the, the better the football is in training, uh, the faster, the, the sharper, then that makes uh, everybody better. So uh, the more good players you have, uh, the better that that, that that gets. If we could still bring Xavi in some days to play in the midfield of one of the teams, it would, it would help football that day for, for our training. But he's busy in Qatar, so we keep trying to push others to take that role. <laughs> All right, what about up top, a, a striker, a number nine right there? I mean, this is a club that has been, I mean, kind of looking for someone that, to equal the, the Velas and the, and the Rossi types of stature uh, right now. You do have an open DP spot, I think. So is that something that you are looking to fill? I know you have plenty of players there uh, right now, but is that something, uh, as we get to the summer, maybe this uh, club will look to fill? I think the summer will be interesting because there's still the potential that, that guys get sold. So you mentioned Diego, certainly Edward Atuesta is another uh, Brian Rodriguez is on loan right now at uh, Almeria. So I think when we see how some of these things work out, um, it will give us a better idea of how we move forward. Um, one reason that a player like Corey Baird becomes important is because it, it, it gives you depth uh, so that at the beginning of the year, you're not rushing into anything. Uh, you know, I think we also saw at the end of last year the potential of uh, 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 Mahala. You know, he, he's an interesting young player. He scored a great goal against Cruz Azul. So uh, the opportunities for some of these guys in the first half of the year are, are, are there. And then we can see uh, where we stand as, as we get through the, the summer window. Bob, you and your staff have shown a keen eye in recognizing talent that either wasn't recognizing, recognized or talent that maybe you could use in a different way. You look at Blessing and you look at Kay. What is it that strikes you when you see a player uh, relative to LAFC? Because obviously that's where you're working right now. What, what's something that sets it off? Is it a feeling? Is it, is it a moment? Is it a, a series of moments? How, how do you look at a player and say, this is a player that can work for us? I think we have a real clear idea on, on how we want to play as a team. And, and then that comes through in, in what we, we look for in different positions. And so understanding profiles and having an idea of, of what kind of players can fit in. Uh, for example, if we want to be a team that 
presses up the field and plays in the opponent's half, when we look for central defenders, we still try to determine if, if the central defender is going to be comfortable um, dealing with space behind him, if the central defender is going to be comfortable at times going and defending a fast player out wide. Uh, so, so we have different uh, measures that we look at for positions, and then we try to find guys that we think are open to the way we play, guys that are excited to, uh, to be coached in different ways. You know, when, when Lee Wynn got here, uh, he was an experienced player, but we still found the right way to say to him that uh, no matter what point you are in your career, the challenge of the game, uh, opening up your, your mind to new ideas. So we start saying to him, look, you've played on teams where you were basically told when your team had the ball, just go and get it. And now we got here and we're saying, well, look, don't run all over the field to get the ball. You got to trust other people. And so... If you position yourself better, if you look around, if you know how to find space, the ball will come to you in better positions. And those kind of things, uh, I think, helpfully. I think he enjoyed that process. So we're, we're constantly trying to do that for all players because keeping that part fresh and, and finding the right ways to push them is, is still something that they all appreciate. They, they really want to be coached, and so you've got to create that environment. Uh, you're you're a smart and interesting thinker about the game, and so I want to expand it a little bit right now. We're in the midst of Olympic qualifying. Uh, with your experience and your history when it comes to the national team, um, do, do Olympics matter? And if they do, why? Why should people care about the Olympics? In the United States, we care about the Olympics because we all have special memories of big Olympic events. Um, you know, I was a Senior in college and with a couple of my roommates, we took off to Lake Placid and guess what? We got to see the U.S. Uh, hockey team. Did you, did you see it, really? Absolutely saw it. Oh, that's awesome. So, that is awesome. Uh, we, we, we lived in a basement on a, of a church where there were all sorts of young people. We found our way into events and we didn't have any money and we didn't have cell phones and we, we had the incredible time. So all of us have these special Olympic memories. Uh, Olympic uh, soccer, you know, is a challenge. Look, I, I was with you in 96, um, mm -hmm. and you were one of the overage players. So it's an under-23 event where when you get to the Olympics, I think you can still add overage players. To be honest, I, I'm not even certain of that anymore. You can, o yep. Okay. Um, qualifying for the Olympics falls at a very difficult time, uh, you typically don't have your best team. Uh, you don't usually have much time together with the group, and that's even more difficult given the pandemic circumstances of the last year. Uh, and then you get one more really difficult thing, that if you do qualify, um, the Olympics is usually at a time in the summer where getting players away from clubs is not easy. So it, 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 it has the potential to be meaningful. Uh, we tried our best when I was the national team coach. And, and, you know, in 2008, there were still a lot of guys that got good experiences with the Olympic team under Peter Novak. And, and we had worked closely uh, in that regard. But... 
uh, it doesn't always allow the, the opportunities that, that people from the outside think. So when I watched the first game yesterday, um, I still know that qualifying is about survival. It's about getting through. Um, you've not had enough time with the group. And you, again, you can look at players that you're just not able to bring for qualifying. Uh, I still hope we can get there because for, for a group of players, the experience will be important. If we get to, to that point, then the discussions that'll go on uh, at clubs like Chelsea and Leipzig and Juventus, they'll be challenging because, uh, again, I didn't speak to clubs that were that big, but I still had to sit down with some different clubs in Europe and try to tell them why we thought it was important for a player to uh, stay with us for uh, a bigger part of the summer, start preseason late. Uh, so, so again, those are, those are challenging uh, discussions. All right, two questions and I'll let you go because I know you got uh, work to do. Uh, one, uh, Chris Richards uh, has said that uh, he wants to win the World Cup in 2026 with the men's team. And uh, our, our friend Bruce Arena called that stupid talk. Do you think that that is stupid talk for either a player or a coach or a fan out there or someone in the media to talk about the U.S. men's national team winning a World Cup either in 2026 or even in 2022? Yeah, I'm not getting into the conversation. Uh, look, okay. I, I like to see our team get better uh, okay. in the moment. Uh, under Greg, there haven't been enough opportunities to play real games against good opponents. Uh, so for all the people right now that have a lot to say about our national team, give it time. Uh, we do have some exciting young talent. Um, the ability for a coach to understand the different talents, start to establish a way of playing, get them into some big games. Uh, let's, let's see how some of that goes. Why do you think all this talent is getting these opportunities right now? Are these seeds that were planted before, or is just the soccer gods just uh, are the stars coming together? Can you put your finger on it? I, look, I, I think anybody who, who has gone uh, outside the country uh, has helped the process. Uh, I think that that helps open up doors. Uh, and I think that uh, there are young, talented players that, that now are coming through, that are seen, that are ready to go to Europe, uh, try that route. Uh, it's certainly a challenge to those of us in MLS to keep doing our jobs well so that we can also uh, make players better, get players into big clubs. So, so look, the, the, the part of how a player gets better, where, where is he best suited um, Yes, there's, there's plenty of big clubs in the world. If you can get there, it's great. Picking the right club, having an opportunity to play, uh, all of those kind of things are important. And so uh, when I look around the world and I see uh, some of our young players, you know, obviously Christian and, and Weston and now Gio Reyna with what's going on at, at Dortmund, uh, you know, the, the different guys, Chris Richards, awesome stuff. Uh, it's fun to watch them. It'll be interesting to see how they develop. When a guy like Chris Richards goes on loan, it's important because now you get a chance to really see what he's like in, in, in real games. Um, so the process must continue. Uh, the challenge then in every MLS team is can you take a young defender? Can we take Tony Leone, who's, who's still a young center back for us, who's come through our academy? 
And can we find the right way to push him along and make sure that at some point he can compete with, with big teams? So uh, I think it's exciting and, and it, it challenges all of us to do better work. Last question. I know you're, uh, you're a big Bruce Springsteen uh, fan. What'd you think of his album, uh, Letters to You, that came out the end of last year? Uh, I like it. You know, I still appreciate what he, in terms of reflection and thought and his ability to look at what's going on around him and around us and turn it into something that's meaningful at that point. Um, I appreciate that ability, whether it's a musician or a writer, um, somebody on a podcast, um, the kind of, of the ability to observe and see what's going on and put it into real thoughts uh, that, that resonate. Um, in, in a world right now where, man, it's hard to find the truth and uh, agenda-driven news and partisan politics, uh, I like real voices. And uh, regardless of whether or not someone is a huge fan of, of Springsteen's music, um, first and foremost, he's always been a real voice, and I love that part. Well, Bob Bradley, you are also a real voice, and we are better for it as a soccer uh, nation and as a nation. So thank you so much uh, for coming to the State of the Union today. Best of luck. Get back to work, and we look forward to a successful season uh, on and off the field and a healthy season for everybody on and off the field going forward. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Alexi. Thanks, Alexi.